Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have me, Jerry, and I've got, you know, the beautiful Diane by my side. How are you doing, my dear? I'm not too bad. I'm so cold. I don't understand how we've gone from double digits to single and literally it is freezing. Yeah, you can feel it like wherever you are, everywhere is just cold. And the worst part is that you can't even keep the heating on. So like when we leave... I say we. When I leave the house, I put the heating off. We have mm. the heating off. So when you walk back in after the day, the house is obviously freezing, right? Oh god! And then you're rushing to put the heating on, and you end up sitting in your jacket for a while so the house warms up. And you take it off. It's like, are we in 2022 Britain doing this? Don't even get me started. Do not get me started. The weather has changed. Everything has changed, and it's just so hard so so hard like I agree it has literally gone from double digits to no digits in pretty much a few days because out of nowhere this cold has come out and it's legit whipping us so yeah like what I'm worried about is this this is November I think I even said this last month so December January are going to be cold I know that Mm -hmm. for a fact so what is it going to be like I feel like February March it starts to warm up a little bit global warming allowing Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm not ready for any kind of snow in January, if I'm being honest. Uh, it just makes you feel like snow's going to come a lot quicker than we expect. And I can't, can't lie, I don't want it at all. Don't want the snow. Don't want the cold weather. Just give me just give me autumn. Pure yeah, autumn. that's it. Just the leaves on the floor, a bit of breeze, and okay, and let it be dark. And that's that. It may not even have darkness, but let it be dark, and then that's that. Honestly, because what we're going through, it's actually blitz. Like you leave, you just open, you open the door, and the cold that hits you, it's actually unreal. Honestly, like I thank God every day I can get in, get in a car and go to work because it's so cold. I can't imagine having to stand and the cold weather and all that. No, honestly, that is me. The fact I'm commuting, I never thought I'd commute again, lols. But the fact I'm commuting, no, it's so cold on that platform. Kill me, please, because it's ice cold. And it's like when you're waiting for your train and you have all the other trains that are coming by. Mate, the wind licks you. You're <laughs> thinking like, my God, like, yeah. It's just... It's, it's, it's mad. So, so much. But, yeah. Oh, apart, apart from the weather, how are you doing? Preparing for Christmas. We've only got, like, four weeks left, which is quite scary. You know what? So I'm the one responsible for my house to put the tree up and all that. So I need to plan when I'm going to put the tree up. But in terms of gifts, it could be an empty tree this year. Girl. The money ain't the money ain't mathing that much. You so again. I don't even know, to be honest. But I can't lie. I'm looking forward to the year ending. I don't know how that, I don't even know if that's the right thing to say. But I always mm-hmm. love the new year. I love the new year. So I don't really mind Christmas. Okay. I don't mind let it come and go but the new year is what I look forward to the most I'm looking forward to that well we don't have how about how about you uh I'm the same as you to be honest I think after having Noah Christmas means more to me now yeah I want him to enjoy however I'm like in our house Christmas really is just another day with a roast like obviously we're religious and that but I think as you get older you kind of just lose it Exactly. So it's just, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward. I just love the festive time. Yeah, people like, are it's happy. like, yeah, it's like, it's like, I see it similar to Easter. In, 
in the sense of it's the only time of year that everyone, regardless what your job is, and despite healthcare and emergency services, everyone has time off or your family gets to spend together. You can either go and see family here, then everywhere or whatever else. But it's like proper allocated family time. Do you get what I mean? Like regardless what race, what religion, it's the time of year everyone gets together because it's holiday time. And it's nice. So I'm looking forward to it. My sister's going away, so it'll just be me, my partner, Noah, and my mum. Nice. nice. But yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think, I can't lie, a part of me is looking forward to the new year coming in more so that I can actually start my resolutions and actually attempt to keep them for like the 400th millionth time. Mm-hmm. But the reason I say that is because I get to this part of the year and I'm like, okay, I really want to make changes, but this is the time of year that all the parties are coming, all the chillings and things like that. Like you want to go out, Christmas festivals and things like that. I'm not going to be on a strict yeah. diet. I'm not even going to lie. Those, like, for example, if you go to Winter Wonderland, you get them sausages, you get the hot dogs, the bratwursts. You eat to your heart's content, right? Yeah. So for me, I'm literally just planning. Getting things in motion now and planning. Girl, you got to do what you got to do. Honestly. But yeah, in terms of the tree, I can't lie. It's probably just going to look like there's only going to be presents for Noah under that tree. Because like you said, the finances are very tight this year with cost of living and how everything is. It's just so this difficult. Is it. It's so sad. Like, it breaks so my hard. heart. Honestly. Boy, but yeah, that's pretty much us coming up to Christmas, to be honest. I think the best way to get about it is just going to be like seeing family where where possible. That way, yeah, ticked off the list, it is where it is. But I feel like everyone's actually feeling the punch. Punch? The pinch, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's a punch of the gut, isn't it? As well as a pinch. You can definitely say that again. <laughs> I think, do you know what? Do you know what is worse that you go to work and you look at your salary and you know maximum two weeks are all going to be gone? And then you're going to literally just be like looking at the money and thinking, okay, so how do I make the overdraft last where I don't get charged? Do I get paid Mm -hmm. again? Honestly, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) It's so crazy because it's just the reality. Mm hmm. Like, I feel like if anyone's good at budgeting and things like that, please holler at me. Because I don't know whether it's me or whether it's everything else that's going on. Because you try and plan, budget, save, and literally, like you said, by the end of the month, everything that you save, you've used. What you've budgeted for, you've gone over. And there's nothing else. But yet you've still got to provide. I see. And I, mean, I find, go on. It just sometimes makes you think we don't nurse for the money, but mate, it's I not want to live. Easier. Like I want to live, and I feel like I can't live, and I don't want to work myself into the ground that I then become unwell, then can't live, but then have money. But at the same time, I want to have money and not be a workaholic either. This is it. It's like I actually want to enjoy my time off. Yeah. Like as you guys know, I've been the bank queen from day dot when. But I also want to enjoy my weekends. I want to enjoy the free time that I get, not spending it 
trying to work to make extra cash because yeah. I never get to enjoy it. Honestly. It's like, go on. No, I, I, no, I just completely agree with you. It's like you're what you work, but you don't see the money. Mm-mm. There's always something. You can't and enjoy this is not it. me moaning about being a mum. I just think, like, as we all know, guys, the cost of living crisis is real. But our wages haven't gone up, which we already know. But how can your weekly shop go from, like, say, 30 quid to 50 quid, nearly even 60 quid? But your wages haven't gone up. How are you supposed to make how are you supposed to make it stretch? Mate, if I say what I say on here, I'll probably get in trouble. But it's those <laughs> ones where it's like, yeah, I can't even say it on here. I have to say it off camera. But but it's just like sometimes I wonder making an honest living, what is it doing for you? I mean, that's how you can say that again. But you know, you think like you work hard and you do what's the right thing to do and you contribute to society. And I think, why aren't we all refusing to pay? Why aren't we saying we're not going to pay council tax? Why aren't we saying we're not going to pay the heating bills? Because they can't put all of us in prison. This is true. They said that there's no space as it is. So all of us decided. Because some of us, we don't have the money. Like, I'll give you an example. I got given a parking ticket and I literally couldn't pay it. And I said, I actually wrote to them and said, I can't, I can't afford it. I can't pay this ticket. If I pay this ticket, I won't be able to go to work. I, can't, I won't be able to put petrol in my car. Yeah. And I got no response back. But it was the truth. It was like, there's nothing I can possibly do. I can't do anything. <sighs> Honestly, I just think all of it, literally all of just everything, it's just so difficult. Like, all the resources that we could possibly have are gone. Like, the cost of living crisis, stuff happening with the NHS. Oh, don't even get me started with that. How are we supposed to manage? And how are we supposed to... For me now, like, I'm just more so thinking of how are we supposed to have that un, the unwinding time when you're worried about finances, you're worried about going to work, you're worried about keeping your heating on, and you're worried about eating rice all day, every day. <laughs> This is this is the thing that we're talking about with um with we're talking about. I heard of this being spoken about on LBC today. Oh really? Tell and, me more. Yeah, and they were basically talking about the fact that first of all about jobs and talking about what's going to be left for the you know for our children, our grandchildren. What kind of life are we giving them? Mm-hmm. You know, what all they have to worry about is their finances. That's all they're worrying about. You know, think of all the things that we want to do. We're still really young when you think mm-hmm. about it. We haven't been on this earth for a very long time. There's no. still so much of the world you want to see. There's still so much things you want to do. We're just getting started. But yet, every decision we make is based on our finances, literally. Mm-hmm. Preach. And you know, the reason why I agree with you is because what will be left for our for our children and our children's children yeah. when we're actually suffering now? Like, I have to say, our generation has really been through it. Like, they will write stories about the things we have been through. It's, it's honestly, I sometimes think, should we record this stuff on like DVD and then we can buy DVD players? And when our kids are like learning history or for study them. politics, we can play it to them live so they actually don't have to read the transcript. We actually have it because we are living in history right now. These are the, these are the things that people are going to be talking about even when we're dead. This is mm-hmm. stuff we're going to be talking about, you know. And I just feel like, why are we having to live through it, please? 
<laughs> Ask me again. I wish I knew. It's too much. Like, look at house prices, right? Look how much it costs to buy a home. Ugh. How but much you, know you need to earn. Saying that, so we were looking. We're not ready to buy a house in no no way, shape, or form. But we, were, but you know, one day in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> we were just browsing and seeing what was out there, and. When you look at how much houses are actually going for, we can actually afford it. It's the interest rates, mm. which is killing us. Because, for example, it's got to be like, what, is it five times your wage or ten times your Well, together, it'll be ten times your wage together, if it's five times your wage each. Um, so This is you, it. Like, you would be able to, like, if you look at the actual finances and how much it's actually supposed to cost, you would be able to afford it. It's everything else that comes into play that we can't afford. And interest rates for everything is what's causing all this stress and anguish. Because we work a good job. I'm not going to sit here and say we earn a good pay, but, you know, we get a somewhat decent pay that, you know, we can get by on, but it doesn't mean that we're living our greatest lives and, you know, we are struggling. But we can get by on, but we still can't get a mortgage. And if you if you do want to, you have to either have been saving from you at the time you were in the womb, or have some part, some sort of partner who can help you get onto the ladder because you just can't do it on your own. No, I think that's what hurts me the most. Though. It's like I'd love to do some of these things by myself, but it's almost like we're in a situation where you can't. And even if you do want to do it on your own, you're going to have to go so far out where you know nothing about the town, the city, wherever you are, for that to happen. And how can you logistically manage that? This is it. I just feel like our generation, the options are really, really small with what we can do. Like, we're actually very much stuck. And if you think back to, like, our parents' times, a lot of people, their parents, by the time they were our age, had mortgages, had two, three kids and were married. I'm not saying it's the be all and end all, but if we look essentially like 30 years ago, that was the way of life. Yeah. And a part of me makes me think, is it easier? Is it easier now? Is it easier? Was it easier then? Like, don't get me wrong, things were tough. Also, because money weighed a lot more than it does now. But how did they manage? But you know what? There was more. Uh, there was more of a sense of community back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I remember growing up. You know, you're at this auntie's house or that person's house or somebody's coming to yours or people are around. You're you're very much a village, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Whereas now people are like, oh, they're jealous of me, or you know, I don't trust that person with my child, or you know, I don't know about her. Or people are very cautious of people now. Yeah. Um, that it's not as free as it was or before I feel like there wasn't many people in and out of each other's houses and everyone would chip in and also people would live near each other so you could build a community you know if you all lived in the same area you could all do school drop-off one of you could do school drop-off for the month then you alternate and rotate it for example or you could all go to the same childminder and then save money that way or but it's different now if that makes sense yeah and it really is also I think oh no I was talking about it with my manager one of my colleagues we don't get taught financial literacy, which I think is a must within school. 100%. Because a lot of the decisions that we're making now 
it's like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Because for a lot of us, our parents, this is no shade to our parents, but our parents have made some big mistakes. And we have watched them and learned from their mistakes, hence why we don't do certain things. But when it comes to financial literacy, for example, like you and I are both first generation. Yeah. So when our parents came, there's a way of life that they were accustomed to that they're trying to adapt here. They make the mistakes we, as their children, have seen it and have vowed that we would never do certain things. However, financial literacy, I think, is one of the biggest things that people are just not taught. Sure. Like, I definitely... When you realise that. and you Yeah, and you only realise that when it's too late. That, yeah. like, you've got to 25, you've got a giant overdraft, giant credit card deals, I mean, bills. You've used Klarna, Clearplay and everything else to the max and you're thinking like oh damn how am I going to pay all this back but I'm working yeah and it's hard because like I know for a fact that now I'm very much trying to teach my brother Dante get a savings account you know mm-hmm. look at investments look at starting to save for your first house he's 23 start now you know even if it's 10 pound a week even if it's 100 pound a month it mm-hmm. all adds up eventually like do it now because you don't want to be where I am well, yes, I have savings, but it's so much harder now. What we're mm-hmm. up against is so much more. Yes, I have a good job. Yes, I have access to things, but I don't have enough. No. And I've, I almost now think we're in a situation where we're just living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, Unless you work till we can work no more and be burnt out just to survive. But even that, to work out to be burnt out and working to survive, you're still living paycheck to paycheck. Because that money comes in and it's gone before you blink. Yeah. Like, this is what, it. what is happening in current society? And this how do is we come I mean... it? And in terms of nursings, or nurses, not nursings, I definitely think we deserve a pay rise for the skills that we do because we do, as like I, like I always say, we do extraordinary. Let me start again. Like I always say, guys, we do an extraordinary job in a very ordinary world. This is not to shame on other sectors or other jobs, but we are literally here from cradle to grave. And there's Mm. not many jobs that, you know, deliver that sort of care. So I think, like, healthcare, the actual care sector themselves, they they also need a pay rise because, boy, they get paid pittance for what they do. And it's a lot of hard work. And do you know what is sad though? It's the same conversation that mm-hmm. a lot of people are having. And I think you only notice it when you speak to other people or when you look at the news and you see stuff that happening and you think, wow, everybody is really struggling. Like there is mm-hmm. not one person who's immune to the struggle. And if that isn't saying something, it's saying everything. Yeah. You know? Even those that should be doing really well, apparently, aren't. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, everyone's electricity bill has gone up and every, everyone, no matter how rich, is complaining. Yeah. Like, it's it's a lot. And I think... But then this also, what I'm about to say, also goes back to, like, financial literacy and being taught certain things. If we were taught certain skills in school we would all be in such better places. Mm. 
because you have the capacity to make sound decisions when certain things happen. Than now at the age of like what between twenty five and thirty, trying to now teach yourself financial financial literacy because you have to. Otherwise, you'll never have good credit or never have your finances in order. It's uh, it all sounds doom and gloom, but the reason also why I'm mentioning this is because this by the time when this episode comes out, it'll be Thursday. And it's Thanksgiving in the States, which means that Black Friday is tomorrow. And when it comes to that, it's the biggest shopping day before Christmas. And also a lot of people's paydays. So everyone is literally using their last pay before Christmas to get as many things as possible. And then suffer throughout December until you get paid earlier. Use that again to finish financing Christmas, and then you know you're stuck for the next six to eight weeks in January till January comes. Sick. Like it I literally goes round and round in a circle. Sorry, what did you say? Like I don't know. You know, you just you you sit there, and you have you work out the math. You just think, my goodness, we have to survive. And like anybody who's listening to listening to us who isn't from London, it is hard out here at the moment. You London, know, not even the world. Everyone yeah like it's suffering. so hard um and I can't lie this is gonna sound so haterish but I'm gonna say it anyway when I'm watching influencers make so much money and almost attain certain things that I would love to attain I sometimes think to myself what like how how is it possible I have to engage my brain in a different way than they do they have to obviously put looks together and work with different companies and organize campaigns and it's a different level of brain power that they're using Mm -hmm. but I still look at it and think oh my god like how how have you acquired so much to buy a house like that yet I have to really suffer and toil to get that house that you you have do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. it's hard and it just frustrates like sometimes you have to have like a social media break because when a lot of things are in your face over and over again, sometimes as much as you're happy for people, it can also be a reminder of what you don't have at times. Yeah, and then it could be a time that mentally you're not in the best of places because of everything else that's going on. Then you see that and it's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? This is it. Like, I know people can sit there and say, you know, we chose to be nurses, we chose to go into such a profession. Yeah, I hear it. But we also deserve to be paid well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just able to have an actual weekend or a break during the week, like everyone else gets. I think. I think to me, what is crazy is the fact that if you look at all the professions, if we're to rank the order of professions in regards to how much people are earning, we probably don't come very high compared to people that are in these different industries, and it's just kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. I guess when you think about it and I think and I guess it hits home I think if I didn't live at home I don't know how I would survive I don't know how I would manage to, to pay bills to eat to pay rent I don't know and you look at the things that you're paying for so you're paying for a car you you may be supporting in the home food your travel if you don't drive to work and if you drive to work your petrol your exactly. road tax insurance like phone bills like phone bills alone we all know are very extortionate as it is Exactly. Everything's on the rise, but our pay isn't. Make it make sense. 
I mean, and, and there's a lot of things that the government say, like, you know, we're not having very high birth rate anymore. People wonder why. Why do you think? People you know, physically cannot afford to have children. No. People or if they want at home as well. Yeah. Or if they want children, they have to strategically plan it. Yeah. Or if they've got more know. than one, they have to strategically plan because childcare is just extortionate. But something that they're going to need. Who knew that we'd, we'd like end up in such a world? Boy. But you know what? All of this also just doesn't help the NHS. So I was telling the girls this weekend, I did a bank shift at, you know, A&E that I love so much. And it's shocking how busy the services is. And I'm not just talking about A&E. I'm talking about like the whole hospital as a whole. And I know this is not just where I was doing my shifts. I know this is everywhere because there's always like no beds in London anywhere. How have we got to a state that we are in, in November and the bed crisis has already hit? Real winter hasn't even set in yet. But you've got patients in A&E receiving treatment for days. That's what's frightening is, I think I would say almost looking at your pin and seeing that your pin could get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, anyone who's not um, a healthcare professional, your PIN is a combination of numbers and letters that is given to you when you join the register. And it's something that basically signifies, A, you're registered, and it's how people can find you on the register if they want to yeah. check that, you know, you're on there, everything's up to date, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it's so precious that if anything happens to you in your professional career, you could lose it. Mm-hmm. Like, i never forget... But- Getting taught at uni, like our first day, when you get your pin, do not lose it. Guard it with your life. And now we're working these jobs that you're li- it's literally just dangling in the hay, it's like dangling in the haystack. It's yeah. so scary. I'm not going to sit here and say we don't enjoy our jobs, enjoy the different things that we do. No, we enjoy them. It's just scary to see the current position of the NHS and people are just not realising it. Mm-mm. I don't know how much more we have to shout and scream and for people, some people to think that, you know, we shouldn't be striking because that's going to be more detrimental for the patients. No, we're doing this for them. Yes, we deserve better working conditions, but they also deserve to be treated in world-class, in world-class care. Which we can't deliver when, you know, your department's over overfilled with patients and you're severely understaffed. How? Yeah. How can you honestly say you can deliver the best care you can give when legit the ops are out for you? Yeah, it's... it's you know what? It's, it's so crazy because it's like each week it's a running theme, but they mm-hmm. all... It's a, but it's, it's the same question and the same issues that come up over and over again, essentially, when you think about it. You know, it's... It's unsafe. The risks are increasing. There's not enough beds. People are getting really sick. Obviously, it's winter, so you're going to expect winter pressure anyway. Mm-hmm. Social care also don't have enough, so people are sitting in hospitals for longer than they, they need to be. There's just a lot going on. Do you think it'll get better? No. No, it won't. And what do you think could help it to get better? One thing we need is a new government. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, I think if we need a need a new government, we need almost a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. To look over look over everything. I agree. I don't think I don't think there's any I don't think there's any area that is good apart from the MPs pockets. There's no area that makes sense. There's no one that you can see that is very, very happy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there needs to be a real realisation that people are really suffering. And though people are saying, oh, but there was furlough and all that money has to now be replenished and, and taken back, I get it, but you lot chose to give it out. Also, did we get furlough? Did we have the opportunities to be furloughed? Don't get me wrong, I'm thankful I have a job. Very thankful. But you're now basically saying to us that there's nothing left for us. People that were out there legit dying for you, working on the inverted commas front line. For what? Nothing. Just a pat on the back and some claps. I'm telling you. People are struggling and going to food banks. And I don't think, and I say this not for people to feel ashamed. Not at all. You're doing what you need to do for you and your family. But what's scary is these are professional people that who are now utilising the service. What about the people that who who were using it before and are really in need? They're not going to have the opportunity. It's scary to think what may happen because all these services are so overstretched that there's no leeway for anything. It's like, you know, when you pull an elastic band to the point that it's not elastic anymore. And it's just going to snap. That's what we're getting very quickly. For me, the way I look at it is all these lovely industries, the creatives, they're doing an amazing job and they they have made very successful careers. And who knows, we might be able to to also have this kind of careers Mm -hmm. with the opportunities that we've got or we're getting and the things that we want to do. Because beyond nursing, there's other passions that we, we have. Yeah. But at the same time, if there's no nurses and there's no doctors and there's no physios and there's no, I don't know, people in the caring professions, who is going to look after our relatives? Who's going to look after us? Um, this is it. We need we need people to work in those jobs. We do. Mm-hmm. And why should they suffer? Other other um, organisations get pay rises all the time. So a lot of them get bonuses at the end of the financial year or the end of the actual year. Exactly. Like, I just feel like our government just take the absolute P-I-S-S. Yeah. I mean, let's hope that in regards to the whole nursing strike, that as they did say, and what did they say? They did say that the health secretary was open to conversation, things like that. So let's hope he does take it seriously and that he's aware that there will be strikes if he doesn't try to do anything. They've categorically said that there isn't any money. Um, But again... There's no money, but the talk, MPs can now finance their Christmas parties. Yeah. There's no money, but the, but we can continue to pay, what's her name, Liz Trust, 114k per year because she was PM for six weeks. Yeah, she's crazy. How is this fair? I just feel like, and we're not saying this to, for us to sound like we're jealous, but we are tired, overworked and burnt out people. 
And we know a lot of you are also the same. Honestly, there comes a point where what you don't want is to see people suffering so much. And I think we're at a, we're at a point now where people are really suffering. And people what will it take? What can you do? You just have to turn a, turn the blind eye. Like, it is so scary out there. And I know some could say, oh, I'm just saying this now because I've got a family of my own and, and you know, I lived a lavish life before. It doesn't make a difference. Because we're still facing the same things as everyone else. But you know what? With that being said, guys, I know I've spoken quite down on stuff. I really hope people know about this and have been getting their vouchers and their money back with their electricity. The, co- the government are doing, which they started in October, are starting up this initiative that you get £66 a month, I think, for the first four months, so which would be October, November, December, January, and then February, March, you get £67 towards your electricity. Because of the current cost of living crisis, people can't use electricity to warm, to be, to be able to afford to warm their homes and whatever else. So if you are on a prepaid meter, your energy supplier should be issuing you out a voucher. And from what I've been told from the suppliers, is that even if you d- did not get your voucher in October or the, the month you should, you can contact them for a reprint and you can use it whenever it suits you. It doesn't expire, but this is only for six months. Some people may say it's only 66 quid, but I can't lie, that makes a difference. That's 66 quid, that's not your money. So I hope you are utilising it. And I think it'll be something that we're going to look out for and probably put on stories just top tips on how you can save money, especially Mm -hmm. now as nurses or student nurses, you know, how you can can utilise certain things. Mm -hmm. And ways to make... You almost have to be really clever now. Um... And try to just, yeah, save where you can and manage where how you can do because it really is survival now. It really is. Know? Like what I'm, well, yeah. Speaking for, speaking for myself, what I'm tending to do is to like follow a few budgeting mums or working mums online to see how they manage to make it work. Because I know I'm not going to be the first. I'm not going to be the last person who's a nurse and has and has children. Not at all. But. We need to find coping mechanisms, and that goes for everyone. It just, it's just a way the cookie crumbles. To find those coping mechanisms, coping, mechan- coping isms, you know, wow, those coping mechanisms and budgeting tips, because that's what's going to get us through. And essentially, create, let the side hustle actually flow, because it's hard. Yeah, and I guess what it is, you need the community. Mm-hmm. And I guess people should just obviously don't shy away from asking for help. Um, you know, no one is too big and bad to, to need help. And I think if anything, build your own village where you can. And it could be in your nursing family. It could be at work within your own family. It could be in your friendships. But there's yeah. no there's no time more. There's no, I'm not just making any sense now. But there's no other time, I think, more than now, where you need it, where you need people, people that you can trust, people you can be vulnerable with, people you can say, you know, I'm struggling. Yeah, no, 100%. I totally agree. But, guys, I think that's pretty much us wrapped up. All I can say, guys, is please make sure you are 
check in this electricity voucher because it's free money. You'd be stupid to not claim it. Oh, before I go, so I talked about the prepayments. If you pay direct, if you pay via direct debit or pay monthly, whatever you want to call it, they should be issuing you money back into your account with that 66 quid. So you might want to check because you might have had a little and it's gone anyway, but have a look. Because every little helps. And also be wise while you're spending with Black Friday. Like don't spend everything and then be stuck for the rest of the month. Be wise. Buy it if it if it, if you need to. Don't buy it because you feel like Christmas is all about gifts. It's not all about gifts. It's about spending time with family and things like that. And if you're religious, there's more to it. But don't go broke trying to please other people at all. Like, it's not worth it because you'll be the one suffering. And you've got to you've got to keep your mental health active and great. And, and that's not going to help you there. So until next week, guys, stay warm in this freezing current era. <laughs> and share, like, subscribe. You know the drills. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Take care, guys. Bye.